0: Celebrating 15 years since the Salt Lake City Winter Olympics, I'm Ed Hula with this latest edition of Around the Rings Radio. This weekend, volunteers, former staff, and Olympic sports fans will gather in the mountains outside Salt Lake City to mark the 15th anniversary of those games. A reception Friday night planned for the Utah Olympic Park, venue for ski jumping and sledge events, Staff and donors to the Utah Olympic Legacy Foundation will be there, along with former Salt Lake City President Mitt Romney and our guest on today's Around the Rings Radio, Fraser Bullock, former Chief Operating Officer of the 2002 Winter Games. First of all, Fraser, thanks for joining us today. Why is Salt Lake City so careful about observing these milestones? Uh, There was a a big one-year anniversary celebration In 2003, uh, 2012 had a 10-year anniversary, and now there's 15 years. Uh, Why so intent on marking all of these milestones?
1: Uh, For us in Utah, and particularly Salt Lake City, the Olympics really transformed our identity internationally, nationally, and as a community. And we still savor those special moments. And, and the, the Olympics were so successful here that everybody universally looks upon them or reflects upon them so fondly. And so remembering once again the Olympics and getting together and reminiscing of different events and athletes and moments, it's just – and and the other thing that happens when you put on a Games is it, it becomes really an Olympic family of the OCOG. End of Team 2002, we love to get together and see each other because we became very, very close friends during that time.
0: And tonight you're going to have a reception, a Friday night reception at the uh, Utah Olympic uh, uh, Park near Park City.
1: Friday night at 5 o'clock.
0: The uh, ex-president yes. of uh, Salt Lake City Olympics, Mitt Romney, will be there. Uh, other staff yes
1: our board sponsors yes we right now we're expecting about 300 people
0: wow and this is taking place at the site of the freestyle ski events the sled events the ski jump this is a a good example of the legacy of of salt lake city these venues are still in regular use aren't they
1: Yes, it's our games are the only games anywhere where every venue is not only in use, but it's busier than even at the time of the Olympics. It's a storybook for the way legacy should be done for the Olympics. And yes, so MIT will be there. And it was the site of uh, bobsleigh skeleton luge and uh, Nordic jumping it was not freestyle aerial that was over at uh, deer valley but then later in the evening so here's what happens. so we have the reception for staff and donors and sponsors and then all those who want to go there's a world cup at deer valley which is freestyle aerials which hosted the that event during the olympics and it's under the lights at night and min and i are going to go there and we're going to present the awards to the athletes, and then we're going to speak to the crowd, and it'll be carried at uh, 14 countries by television.
0: And then other sports this weekend includes more sport at the uh, so- Soldier Hollow biathlon venue, uh, where you're going to have an international event there.
1: Yes. And, well, the World Cup at Deer Valley is an international event because it's a World Cup And so we'll have we have athletes from all over the world, and then on Soldier Hollow on Saturday, that'll be um, that's our cross country biathlon venue. It's the World Nordic Junior Championships. So what's notable about that is we get to celebrate and cheer on the next generation of athletes and hopeful Olympians.
0: Any idea how many people you're expecting to? uh to see at these events over the weekend
1: well i think we'll see maybe 10 plus thousand when you look at all the events that we have going on so i think it'll be very reminiscent not only getting together of the games but centering our reunion around wonderful athletic competition
0: Best of all, there's no ticket to have to buy to go to these events. I think they're all free. They're all free. There must be some disappointment on the part of Salt Lake City uh, over the lack of opportunity to bid for another Winter Olympics, given how committed and directed the United States is with this 2024 Summer Games bid of Los Angeles. What is the thinking about in in Salt Lake City about another games one day?
1: Well, right now, we all support L.A. I mean, it's
0: our country. It's our
1: NOC. We support L.A. Depending on what happens, we believe um, we're just waiting our turn, that another opportunity will arise to host the games. We believe we're the best logistically, geographically – uh, positioned site in the world to host the Winter Games, so from our perspective, it's not if they're going to come back again; it's when. And so, we'll just see how things move forward, and and when it's our turn to bid, we'll we'll be anxious to
0: step forward. How how has Salt Lake City changed because of the 2002 Winter Olympics?
1: Well, sport. Olympic sport has been much more ingrained in our society because with all these venues, we have all these young athletes training here. In fact, 40% of the Olympians who compete in winter sports live and train here. 40%. So we have really become the winter sports capital, Olympic winter sports capital of the United States. Beyond that, we have companies, winter sports companies, that have moved here. We have Hammer Sports. We have Rossignol. And so we have all these winter sport uh, companies who have found a great home here. Our skier days have gone up significantly due to the worldwide exposure to people understanding how much Utah has to offer for skiing. Economic growth has been boosted. I mean, just all across the spectrum, we have been very blessed by um, hosting the games.
0: And across the world, though, other cities have great problems overcoming doubts and worries about the impact of the games in their city. And it's been very difficult for for some to uh, stay in the race, as we've seen for the 2000 uh, Twenty-two Winter Olympics in particular, um, what can we, what can be done to make the Olympics you know, more acceptable, easier to manage for a for a host city, especially the Winter Games?
1: Well, the the, the key issue, and the reason a lot of countries pulled out of the twenty twenty-two games, is because they saw the price tag associated with hosting the Olympics. And the numbers just became astronomical. And it's extremely difficult to host the games without spending a lot of government money. And Utah was just a unique um, situation that we were able to uh, generate a profit here while others are losing billions of dollars. And so a company or a country that's going to host the games needs to see if they can figure out a model where they can at least break even or not spend too much money. And I know that agenda 2020 has been, that's one of the things that's focused on is to make um, hosting the games much more feasible economically. To me, that's the big one. I think a lot of people have pulled out just because our countries have pulled out of games just because of the concern over the total cost.
0: But for you this weekend, uh, hopefully there's uh, some good times, some happy stories, some camaraderie, and uh, big crowds turning out. Yes,
1: all of that with a big exclamation mark behind it.
0: Fraser Bullock, the former Chief Operating Officer of the Salt Lake City 2002 Winter Olympics. Uh, Thanks very much for joining us today on Around the Rings Radio. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. We've been talking with Fraser Bullock, the Chief Operating Officer of the Salt Lake City Olympics of 2002. He's been our guest today on Around the Rings Radio. I'm ATR Editor Ed Hula. Thanks for joining us on this edition of ATR Radio. Good day.